Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today is the 21st of February of the year 2020 which marks Mahashivratri in the Hindu calendar, a festival that honours Lord Shiva, which, according to some stories, marks the day on which he consummated his marriage. You know you're on a good wicket as a deity when people anniversarise your notable bang times. Of course, as is appropriate for a literal bang fest, it's a very solemn festival. Uh, You observe it by remembering Shiva and meditating on ethics and virtues such as honesty, non-injury to others, charity and forgiveness. If only we celebrated all banging with such solemnity and self-reflection, I'd be much more forgiving of guys who try to neg women into bed, because at least then they'd think about it afterwards. Happy birthday today to Kelsey Grammer, and happy death-aversary to Malcolm X. Not that it's a zero-sum game, it's not like we swapped Malcolm X for Kelsey Grammer, that would be weird mathematics. I don't know how you'd quantify Kelsey Grammer's impact as against the impact of Malcolm X, but I'm sure someone has figured it out and has a graph. In history today, in 1431, the trial of Joan of Arc began. No spoilers. On this day in 1842, the sewing machine was invented by John Greenough, initiating much more free time for women and weirdly followed up quite swiftly by feminism. It's almost like the process of keeping everyone covered in fabric so they didn't freeze to death was an essential foundation for keeping everyone's heads above water and on which human flourishing in Western civilization was built. It's almost like, once mechanised, it freed up a lot of intellectual and physical bandwidth for 51% of the population to enter into higher realms of discourse, but who am I to say? Celebrations today include National Sticky Bun Day, which you should celebrate by refusing to have any smooth, dry-topped or other buns with self-contained texture. Welcoming back to the podcast, your guest for today, billionaire tech entrepreneur and escaped felon currently living in a sinister mansion at the lip of a dead volcano in Guatemala until his lawyers can sort business out back home, 
Josh Gondelman, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Technically, the mansion is now an embassy, so I have a non-extradition clause with myself. (laughs) Coming up today, we will be talking all of the latest news in competitions, but first, some headlines. In geopolitical news now, the Wiggles government in Italy has launched a new healthcare accountability public awareness campaign, which includes three minutes of making happy finger guns compulsory for the whole population. They're also encouraging eight minutes of dancing around a lady dinosaur and four and a half hours of smiling. The new campaign is launched in hopes of reducing diabetes, increasing longevity and reframing Italy's historical mistrust of female dinosaurs. Head of the military, Captain Felisord, has suggested that this healthcare that this health campaign will continue in an attempt to bring back traditional Italian sports such as duelling on the field of honour. He hopes to make this fine tradition of Italian assassination more health-friendly by insisting that in the choice of weapons for the duel, all swords be replaced by feather swords, all guns be replaced by nerf guns, and all fists be replaced by a series of actions that can be copied by three-year-olds. That's wonderful. I like that Italy is finally codifying into law their um, tradition of flamboyant hand gestures. (laughs) An Australian politician, Barnaby Joyce, has accused the United States of America and Canada, or USAC, of sending out exploratory trade missions to New New Zealand in secret without asking Jacinda Ardern or him, Barnaby Joyce, despite the fact that he, Barnaby Joyce, has mentioned he'd like to be kept up to date on any secret mission news. In response to counter-arguments that there is no evidence of the USAC sending out any secret missions and also as an Australian senator slash conspiracy delusionist, he has no right to any information on secret missions, he stomped his foot, attempting to summon a light bolt and called the journalist a mean lady before shooting up in the polls for telling it like it is. And a scandal broke out on Twitter last week in which famous atheist Richard Dawkins made a comment about eugenics that has been read simultaneously as signifying his respect for truth and the separation of science from ideology and also proof that he's a massive Nazi and probably hiding under your bed waiting to eat your ankles right now because they're not Aryan enough. I do have very Semitic ankles so this worries me. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know the, about this Twitter scandal. I was only following it sort of peripherally. But I think probably he said something dumb and then people have responded in an even dumber way. That sounds right. He, I think I remember him saying, like, look, obviously eugenics works practically. It's just, like, morally wrong. And it's like, yikes, man. That's It's, like, very weird. It's, like, very weird to say that the obvious bad thing is functional. I think he said, like, look how it works in animals. But it's weird to be like, well, yeah, of course I could watch the football game if I threw my wife down a well, but I wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's also, I think the the relevant point is that, like, truth uh, is truth, Mm -hmm. but also what you're saying has an impact on how people receive it. Like, if you just walk in at home from work one day and go, honey, I'm not cheating on you questions arise. Right, 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 right. Exactly. You can't just uh, you can't just say the awful thing and expect people to be like, well, certainly this is fine. Well, you can't pretend saying there are women I'd rather f- but I'm not going to isn't going to have an impact on the broader spectrum of social impact. Right. Even even if and when that is true. I've been in relationships <laughs> where that has been true, but you don't you don't get bonus points for saying so. Even even when your massive technological wealth is what is a uh, what what is allowing you to take helicopter vacations as near to the moon as science will allow? <laughs> well, I know that you uh, collect a sort of a, a non-sexual harem around you to test your um, commitment to your relationships ongoing, right? I do. Yeah. Well, it's in a constant attempt to optimize my relationship. So <laughs> it it is just to 
it's actually to see like when at, at what point does it become sexual and then that's just data so even if i <laughs> even if i um am unfaithful with a member of the harem it's a it's not a, an infidelity per se it's a data point which is valid right science isn't about and technology isn't about um a predetermined outcome it's about it's about testing hypotheses well, of course, there was Roger Ailes's famous saying, which was, uh, "If you hire them, they're your harem." <laughs> he did have a very, uh, a very quick hire to harem pipeline, <laughs> it, it, or that was his attempt, at least. Unfair to the the hires who were not made aware of that, <laughs> and even if they were, seems unfair. It's now time for your ads because the economy relies on infinite growth and you'd better commit to it. The alternative is a full-scale revolution. Remember, you can submit an ad by email to the last post at somethingelse.com. New from Penguin and Random House, the second half of Sayings Book. A sayings book that tells you the second half of popular sayings that you might not have fully thought through. Be the change you want to see in the world as long as you've thought through the implications of that change. The early bird catches the worm, but the early worm dies brutally. A stitch in time saves nine as long as the problem is a sewing and maths-related one. It's always darkest before the dawn, depending on how close to dawn you are and if you have access to lighting facilities and or aren't in a box. Where it might be dark at any time of the day or night. Love is blind, hate is death, emotional ambivalence can't articulate itself. The second half of Sayings Book, available in all good bookshops now. You know, my friend and mentor, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> likes to say, move fast and break stuff. And I think that was that was an early Facebook, uh, an early Facebook maxim. But now what it really should be is uh, move fast and break stuff. Uh, and But especially if you're breaking the government regulations that would stop you from doing that with impunity. Move fast and break stuff is also the motto of most three-year-old children. It absolutely is, and it's very nearly a Limp Biscuit lyric, so take that for what it's worth. <laughs> also, it's the it's the motto of the Hulk, and uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's also taken his uh, his motto, you won't like me when I'm poking into all of your private information. That's what, right? There, there is in the first Avengers film uh, that he said, uh, you know, my secret is I'm always angry, and that's Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> too. My secret is I'm always harvesting your data. <laughs> And this episode is brought to you by Dead Linen, the obsessively researched linen company that uses only linen grave robbed from Egyptian sarcophaguses, sarcophagi or sarcophagopods. Sick of sleeping on rough sheets that don't smell of formaldehyde and 2,000 years worth of desert decay? Check out Dead Linen. We guarantee 100% real Egyptian cotton. And if you're one of our first 1,000 customers, we offer a free curse with every purchase of three or more royal grave shrouds. No Canaanites or Nubians need apply. What is the thread count on those? I think it's uh, pretty crumbly. Perfect. And an infomercial now from the breaking wave of science. Professor Sammy Vitrius Hydro has announced breakthrough results by his research team at Wetford University in the fight against utter desiccation, which is estimated to affect over 8 billion people worldwide at some time in their lives. Laboratory experiments in mice have revealed statistically significant results, Professor Vitrius Hydro said today. We have applied for a patent for our quantified increments potation method and hope to commence clinical experiments in volunteer human subjects as soon as we receive ethics committee approval and the next round of research funding. The discovery was published yesterday in the prestigious medical science journal Aqua Majestic, published by the last post. Depending on clinical results, says Professor Vitrius Hydro, our team will then commence large-scale double-blind trials in affected communities. We're already in discussions with potential partners, and if there is no unacceptable adverse indications, we expect to have wide-scale commercial applications of half a glass of water available by 2030. 
Dr Demi Dampney, Emeritus Professor of Biology who is not connected with the research, commented that the Vitreous Hydro Team announcement could prove to be a promising development but expressed concern regarding side effects of as yet uncontrollable increases in sweating and urination. That said, despite its extreme experimental status, there are a number of people trying half a glass of water as a home remedy on the advice of holistic practitioners and ancestral use. We can't take any responsibility. If you do try it, it might just be the placebo effect, but I'm hoping that half a glass of water will turn out to be a remedy for a whole bunch of ailments. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And that is your ad section for today. The Last Post. Now it's time for your top story, competition news. Josh, you are the most competitive person I've ever seen. Uh, You've won Most Competitive Man three years running. What is happening in competition news today? Well, it is a big week for competition uh, over here. The Houston Astros cheating scandal, now that pitchers and catchers have reported, they need a little extra practice, so they come back early. The Houston (laughs) Astros are implicated in a, a massive cheating scandal where they stole signs from other teams. Uh, to win baseball games uh, in the 2017 season. I support this move as a fan of competition and as someone who would like baseball games to be over sooner. <laughs> I think that anything that helps one team win is great. Uh, this, so this is a big deal. Uh, players from other teams who have been defeated by the Astros, are uh, th- they're upset about it. Um, th- and really, I, I have a defense of this. Baseball is literally not a level playing field. The pitcher stands about half a foot higher than everyone else. So the Astros were just evening things out. Like when my friend and protege, Jeff Bezos, pays employees as independent contractors to avoid giving them benefits. He's just keeping himself competitive in the marketplace like a winner and a champion does. Uh, This really created what I see as a market inefficiency personally. So I have a new app called Pitcher. It is an an entry into the gig economy because what, what the Astros were accused of doing is having sensors that would that would send they could send messages to their hitters uh underneath the uniforms oh wow and yeah that's real and so i would i think that is a great opportunity to employ more people in the gig economy so this app pitcher allows anyone in the stadium to steal signs from the opposing team and transmit them directly to the hitters i have a friend whose uh whose partner gave her that for valentine's day it was a set of underwear with a series of signals (laughs) built in Mm -hmm. that you could control remotely this is this (laughs) is pretty similar yeah that's kind of disrupting the romance market and I think that that's great. I, 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 although I do think vibrating underwear takes jobs from hardworking, uh, you know, human digits, but <laughs> yes, and also the the pants mice industry. 
the pants mice industry. <laughs> it is it is a real problem. Uh, but I think we can't discount this kind of uh, rapid advancement, and, and I think we should we should embrace and harness it. Yep, so absolutely. Embrace and harness also a Valentine's Day motto. <laughs> <laughs> That's the full thing. You don't need the second half of that one. Have you got any other competition news? That was my big competition news for the week. Thank you so much, Josh. Now it is time for your letters to the editor. Dear Alice and generic English mail of the day. That's you today, Josh. I don't know how you feel about being called generic and English. I mean, the first one is inarguable, and the second one, I do speak (laughs) English, so I'll take it. I am supremely disappointed in the amount of coverage you have given to the so-called Pictish city under London. Once again, the media metropolitan elite are obsessively covering a story that doesn't impact anyone outside Zone 5. Typical. After all, we've had a city of frogmen under Aberdeen for years now, and no one ever talks about that. Yours in righteous indignation, John Harper. Uh, apologies, John Harper. I, I think this was a relevant enough story, uh, and I know that the frogmen under Aberdeen are very secretive, so that's the reason that we haven't covered them. Also, they've been living in harmony with the Aberdeenians for more than 100 years, so I feel like we have, a, we have an imperative to cover breaking news, uh, and if you want to talk about the frogmen, you can look to your history books, uh, particularly at the uh, essential role they pay, played in amphibious warfare during World War I. A lot of schools don't teach that, but I, there's plenty of literature out there if you want. And I, I recommend you do some citizen journalism. You show up, you live stream, you, you really get into it. Make a difference. Well, yes, and of course, uh, we, we do mark um, the betrayal of a regiment of frog people during World War I by having high schoolers in biology dissect frogs uh, at least once a year. That is a, a touching remembrance. That is your letters to the editor. You can send a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. That's something without a G, like astronauts in zero G. Thank you for listening to The Last Post. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year. We'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. You can download this podcast again tomorrow or instead try downloading tomorrow's podcast tomorrow or subscribe so it automatically downloads every episode every day. We have previous editions available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news. And if you have not done so before, please listen back to our previous editions. It'll make these ones make more sense. Your guest today was tech entrepreneur, billionaire Josh Gondelman. Have you got anything to plug, Josh? Oh, uh, Jesus and Marrow is back on Showtime and in a different dimension. Oh, what a great show. Thank you. And in a different dimension, I'm a writer and producer on that show. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just uh, continuing on your edge of a volcano situation. Yeah, that's been pretty good. I, I like to feel like I'm on the verge of death, but in no real danger. It's a real tightrope, <laughs> but it isn't. <laughs> The last post is a something else Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I'm Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.